This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of Christianity, catcalling, cis shame with trans partners, fetish and kink. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA plus community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is that cishet people think it is we're doing. Uh, but CJ, what's on the buy schedule for today? Well, our guest today has a very great name. Wait, sorry, hold on. Check my notes. Sorry, it's a very good name. We have a very good name on the show. Um, and then we're going to play a game. As is our want. Hello, Avery. Hello. Oh my gosh. I didn't know this was happening today. How are we? <laughs> we just, sh- Avery, we are here at your front porch. I know. This is so crazy. I thought it was the Girl Scouts giving me cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see the balloons. Cookies. You can see the big check that we have. <laughs> you when, won. <laughs> when do we make cookies? When do we get like Gay Scout cookies? <gasps> We as in, like, you and I, Jay, or, like, we as a queer community? Because, Jay, we can, like, if you want to just make cookies together, we can, like, schedule that. I guess both. Cool. We'll talk off, we'll talk off, uh, off the recording about when we want to make cookies together. <laughs> but right now we're talking to Avery, good name, Hi. drag extraordinaire. Oh. Avery, how, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I am incredibly busy and booked and blessed, so I'm doing lovely. My skin is clear for now, um, oh, so yeah. we're taking advantage of every moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. <laughs> it's you gotta have like that fine moment where you don't have like any acne. At least for me, like when I don't have any acne, I'm like I am cherishing this moment. This is my <laughs> one opportunity. I'm gonna shoot my shot today. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you, Avery. So I'm Avery Goodname, as you may have heard. Uh, I am a drag performer in the great city of Philadelphia. I've been gigging for about a year and a half now. Um, I started doing drag in quarantine. My first show was this digital competition called the Digital Diva Showdown. And I wore a green, <laughs> green screen dress made out of cardboard. So fucking good like i still i still cannot believe that was your first like drag performance because it was fucking incredible uh, thank <laughs> you uh but yeah i was i was a, a theater gay uh in my youth uh and cj we met doing lizard of oz i believe yes, right we did. Yes, and then we did. um from there because that was my first contact with drag queens in real life and then i got infected with it and now i've been dragging ever since Incredible. <laughs> I remember for Lizard of Oz, we specifically met at, uh, I think, the, either the auditions or the callbacks. And like, I always feel weird at like stuff like that, where you're just sitting in the waiting room, just like waiting for anything to happen and a bunch of people to judge you. Um, and then like, 
you were at my table and you just started like chatting with me as if we'd known each other for a million years. And I'm like, Oh, bet. Great. I love this. <laughs> Let's do this. I, that truly, I was like, these are people I, I assumed at the time that I was the only person at callback that had never worked with Eric Jaffe before. Uh, for context, mm. Eric is the one that wrote and produced and starred in Lizard of Oz. Um, right. So I was like, let me network with a couple people and see <laughs> and see what the vibe is here. Um, Honestly, extremely effective tactic, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so you want to you want to tell the folks about your queer journey? Yeah. Uh, do we want to start from the very beginning? Wherever you would like to begin, it's your okay. queer um, journey. Julie yeah. Andrews has told me that's a very good place to start. A very good place to start. Yes. A very, um, very good place. <laughs> Uh, so the first time my, my gay little self came to life, um, when I was, I think 14 years old. So Mm -hmm. for context, um, I grew up very, a very effeminate at the time boy. Um, and my mom was like, it's so amazing how you're able to like embrace this femininity and like be able to talk objectively about how like men can be attractive, even though you're a straight guy at the time I was like, oh, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm being very noble and brave. Yes, I'm. So, I'm so brave, you guys. So um, objective. But <laughs> yeah, the word objectively is putting in a lot of work back there. <laughs> but so my family or my mom is a very devout uh, Christian, and we mm-hmm. were very heavily involved in the Christian music scene. Um, so we would go volunteer at this Christian music festival every summer. It was called Creation Festival because they oh. couldn't be less subtle um (laughs) it was so it's corny um so my mom and my sister uh were like uh supervisors for like the volunteers and they ran the big like merch tent uh where all the bands peddled their t-shirts and cds and whatnot and Mm -hmm. i was like the right hand and my first year being able to volunteer uh officially i sat at this little christian metal bands table selling t-shirts wait (laughs) there's christian metal bands they exist yes they're they're, christian music covers a vast array of genres um and the christian metal bands specifically are some of the nicest people i've ever met but um i was peddling their t-shirts and cds and whatnot and suddenly my brain was like hey these like sweaty skatery guys walking into the tent in this 90 degree weather um with like tank tops thin like villainous tank tops clinging to their like hot sweaty bodies is kind of hot to look at and i was like no no i can't be gay at christian music camp god will smite me and then i forgot Mm. i was gay for a year and a half You know, just how it just slips your mind. I, I I pushed it down so deep that my ADHD forgot it was a thing that I dealt with. And I didn't think about it again until we were in New York City. Um, and I had a girlfriend at the time, uh, a beard now. Uh, right. I, yes. My mom was, for some reason, it's always my mom pointing out like, oh my goodness, like all these hot homosexual men in New York City are like, looking at you because you're a teenager that looks like an adult and you're pretty. And I was like, and now I'm looking at the men and look what you just unlocked. This little gay box (laughs) that I had hidden in the basement for a little bit. 
So I have we considered she did that on purpose. Oh, she absolutely did. Um, because <laughs> we went out to this um, Mexican restaurant, and with it was me, my mom, and one of my mom's friends from college. And he gets up to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, "This, of course, is the perfect time to come out to my mother, and hopefully, nothing <laughs> bad happens." Um, hey, so, could you take a little longer in the bathroom, no, exactly. real quick? Like, um, if you if you got something uh, curling up inside, you know, just let it out. <laughs> <laughs> just let it let it steep for a second. Um, <laughs> so I turned I turned to my mom, and I was like, "Mom, I think I think I'm I think I'm gay," and she was like, "Okay." What do you want from the appetizer menu? And it, it was like she was men, like, mom. I want men. That's the point. <laughs> there are no guys on the appetizer menu. But yeah, I came out to my mom. She was super supportive. A while later, I came out to her as trans, and she was also super supportive. We were in line at Panera because for some reason, every time I come out to her, she just says okay and then offers me food. And Not I'm like, bad. Right I'm like, here. I should come out to you more often, bitch. I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> um, and then. The drag thing started my freshman year of college. My roommate uh, turned to me and was like, have you ever heard of RuPaul's Drag Race? And I was like, I've heard of it, but I don't do all that gay stuff. Uh, <laughs> that, drag, that sounds a little fruity. Right, right. I was like, I don't know, that sounds a little swishy, swashy to me. I, don't, I can't get into all that. Um, and then he was like, you, you would really, really enjoy RuPaul's Drag Race. And I watched like seasons like four five and six of drag race and i was like this is what i need to be doing mm. as a career for the rest of my life and mm. my first drag name was charlie brown sugar um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and i the first time i ever performed in what i at the time called drag it was for a cabaret that my friend was producing at the school called cabaret that was just a collection of homosexual songs uh, in this theater. And I was Lola from Kinky Boots. And mm. I have the footage of this whole performance. When I tell you there, it took me 20 minutes to get in drag, but it looks like I have nothing on my face. It's like the concept of foundation, the mere suggestion of eyeliner. It was <laughs> so, it's, it's bad. Like... <laughs> Ah, it sounds really um like some nice abstract work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's great. We have that footage now, so if we just want to go ahead and roll that. There we go. <laughs> Everyone be quiet. The footage is going. <laughs> wow. 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 What a sizzler. <laughs> um, Man, if only you could see this, listeners. <laughs> Oh my Curse gosh. us for choosing an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the best part of that video, I watched it back. I did a death drop at the end and my wig came, just plopped clean off like a Lego headpiece. Uh, <laughs> good, as I good. Did a death drop. And I was like, oh, that's so unprofessional. Obviously, that's never going to happen once I start doing drag full time. Oh, and, no. Uh, well, <laughs> Bobo <laughs> the fool. <laughs> Suffice to say, um, for the first six months that I performed live, uh, I, I my wig has fallen off at, I would say, every other gig I've done. So, <laughs> it's a curse that follows me everywhere. And that's where I am at present. So. Well, now it's just a running gag. No, exactly. Yeah. 
I'm like, y'all don't get now. Because my drag mom, uh, Eric Jaffe, is like, why can't you keep a fucking wig on your head? And I was like, no, you don't get it. You don't get it. It's like ironic now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's if somebody comes to see an Avery Goodname show, they're gonna think to themselves, "Is this the one where her wig is gonna fall off or not?" And like, they'll love the show regardless. But if the wig doesn't fall off, they might be like, "Oh yeah, that was fun." I just wish the wig had fallen. Off. Right. I was like, I, I I wish that I could see a thirty five dollar Amazon Afro wig slide <laughs> off the back of her head to reveal this like squished down civil rights hair that's been lurking in the layer underneath. That's what I go to drag shows for. And mama, I provide. Okay. <laughs> you gotta give the people what they want. And what they really want is chaos and destruction. Exactly. This is the worst advertisement for me as a performer ever. <laughs> I so incredibly disagree. I was gonna say, me too. But we're both chaos gremlins, so you know, they must be talking to a weighted audience here. <laughs> true. I'm like a person who shows someone a TikTok of uh, someone making like a weird, terrifying bird muppet, and I'm like, well, this is what, when I tell people I want to do drag, this is what I mean. Oh my yes. gosh. There's a TikTok I saw a few months back of someone making a faux fur jacket out of custom giant worm on a string. And if that isn't the perfect culmination of what my drag wants to be, I was like, the fact that I lost that TikTok to time, I will never forgive myself because it's I gotta need that be jacket. somewhere. Oh, I have to be able to find it. But yes, like, that's very good. I need that jacket on my body, or I need um, a wig that won't slide off my head that is worm, like long worm on a string, uh, <gasps> so I can be worm on a string Medusa. Okay, but but hear me out. Both. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking look, isn't it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm sketching it out as we speak. <laughs> Excellent. While you're sketching, uh, Avery, what is something you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time and then you never have to hear about it again? Oh gosh. Well, this, is, this specifically goes out to cis straight, quote unquote, men. Um, if you're going to message me on Grindr, have a face profile pic. I can't because these, it's, it's the straight men that are like, I'm straight, but like you put them in, in like the middle of your bio, which means that I'll, I, I'll hit it. And baby, I need to see your face first. There's a face card and it's declining at present. <laughs> um, like, the face card is maxed out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm like, my thing to tell sister, uh, straight people is in my experience, this is going to sound, this is like a half joke, but half serious. I have had a lot of cis straight people, um, that have like experimented with me, quote unquote, mm. uh, because I'm, my titties are so big and I'm so sexy. I get it. Yes, but absolutely. what you can't do is be scared of the fact that you did it. Like, mm. if you're going to experiment with someone as hot as me, I know, it's irresistible. I stop and stare at mirrors for, like, at least 10 minutes every time I pass by. Bathrooms are a nightmare. When, <laughs> when you are done experimenting with me and making out with me, like, and I ask a few days later, like, hey, what's what what the fuck was that? Like, sit down, have a conversation about it. And if you were like, that wasn't for me, then be okay with that not being for you. And if that was for you, come and see me at my gig. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's the weird fear of like, oh, I did a gay thing. And regardless of whether or not I liked it, no one can know that we did that gay thing. Like, mm. it's what's what's the damage in people knowing that you kissed someone that was a boy once, one time? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> one time. Yeah. It, it's like, I, I mean, it's ob- like, obviously the root is like, you know, like homophobia and like the culture of shame around like sex and all of that in general. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I don't know if something felt nice. Go, go for it. Ah, shoot. Like if you're having a good time, sure. If you found out it's not for you, then you don't have to do it again. Also, like I don't know. I, I we we were talking a lot about crimes. I feel like there should be a rule uh, out there about you. Can, you can't smooch someone unless you're prepared to respect them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, at the very least, it's like a human being. Yeah, unless, unless, unless you've negotiated some consensual disrespecting. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes. Uh, that's sort of an Ouroboros of a thing because that involves respect. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, though, to the first thing you said, having been on a dating app for the first time in my life recently... I'm I'm a very team. Can you please fucking write something in your bio? My <laughs> God. Okay, so let's let's get into it, yeah. So let's get into it. Yep, 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 yep. When I so I've kind of fluctuated back and forth on my transition as a transgender woman. Um and during quarantine, I got this blonde lock wig and I was really feeling my oats. And I was like, I look enough like a woman that I'm going to go on straight Tinder, which was mm. such a mistake. Straight <laughs> men do so- not are like why they are allergic to showing you that they have any personality. I yeah. do not get it. Like you match with a straight man on Tinder you get two hellos back and forth in and then they send you their Snapchat and it's immediately like dick and balls. And I'm like, could I, I, I asked you how your day was like, right. <laughs> I asked what you do for work and like, <laughs> and that can't be it. This can't be it. <laughs> this can't be your resume. Like, <laughs> They're not pro sex work enough for that. <laughs> truly, 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 truly. And then like, for some reason, every man's bio has like six foot whatever, if that matters. And I'm like, why? Why is your personality being six four? Like, I'll mm. still fuck you, but I'm not gonna be happy about it. Like, why are you? <laughs> why is? Why are you leading with hello? I'm. My name is Matt because it's always Matt. I'm six foot yes. four, and that's all I have to offer. <laughs> what can I give you? Well. Six feet and four inches. Exactly. I almost admire the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite, because I'm only on uh, Field, which is like a specifically like queer um, dating app. And mm. I appreciate, there's a lot of people who will j- basically just list every single kink that they have <laughs> and that they're interested in pursuing. And I honestly think that's amazing communication. Like, Hell yeah, there's a little nice little list that I can go through and see if there's stuff I jive or don't jive with. We're off the bat. It's like a menu. You but get you get like a, a menu. menu. Be our guest, be our guest. <laughs> Do you like <laughs> diaper stuff? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I 
the opportunity there to rhyme uh, guest with shit on your chest, CJ. Come on. <laughs> That's I, the first place that you went to? I like rhymes, Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought Avery was asking me that, which I would just like to say that one time I opened my phone to the dating app while at work and the first person who was trying to match with me only posted diaper pics and I love that for them if that's their bag, but it's not mine and I was at work and I was like, you know what, that's my fault for logging on to this while I was at work. That's on me. My bad. Oops. Sorry. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, okay, I have a question, because you said you use Field, and that was recommended to me by a friend of mine from school. Is it a Uh dating app or a hookup app? It can be both. I, like, I literally, like, you can use it for, uh, like, hookups, casual. Some people use it to make friends. You can, like, denote what it is you're looking for exactly. Like, I, I basically was like, I'm looking for something casual, and I'd like to chat, and all of my stuff has been that so far. Love that. That yeah, reminds me of me. Bumble's, like, they have, like, dating mode, friend mode, and business mode. Have you ever been on Bumble business, business mode? mode? I have not been on Bumble business Bumble mode. Bumble has no. a networking mode for you to find new job and gig opportunities. Um, Incredible. And I, I think I accidentally was on it for, like, 30 seconds, and it is insane. Like, the fact that <laughs> who is downloading Bumble to get a job, like, to get an interview. Like, I've heard of people, like, accidentally getting job opportunities off of Grindr and stuff, but they were not, they did not download the app seeking Right, that was was not a feature. Right. It's a bug. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I want to go back onto Bumble Business and be like, does anyone have bookings? I'm free. (laughs) Listen, I have... Four numbers and three loose wigs. Who wants me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Incredible. Uh, So, Avery, what is on your gay agenda? On my gay agenda... Okay, so I I realized something that my gay agenda had already begun today. As I was walking out to get uh, lunch this afternoon, apparently there is some level of estradiol or something in the air because Mm -hmm. I got cat called by a man for the first time uh, in like a year and uh, someone pointed at me and went ha lesbian and I was like Look at all these people that think I am a woman. So my a gay lesbian, agenda, no less a lesbian, a, le- a sapphic woman. Um, so <laughs> on my gay agenda is to continue pumping this estradiol into the air because the 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 divas out on the streets are really obsessed with me, and I need that to continue. Uh, because the Sorry. next step after catcalling and being uh, labeled as a lesbian, assigned lesbian at now. Um, <laughs> is the uh, next the, ne- <laughs> the next step obviously is just like tipping me as I walk past just giving me money in the street which I will gladly Ooh, take so excellent. like if I just keep pumping the estradiol into the air like the pheromones of girl boss and gaslight and gatekeep then yes. I, I will get recognized as the woman I am and I'll get tipped for it um which is even better so Mm. i am currently working on um a giant estradiol pumping machine to release into the air ducts of philadelphia pennsylvania and it's specifically uh drip out of those leaky ass air conditioners on broad street you know the ones i'm talking about (laughs) like 
Honestly, that just might wind up purifying the Skoogle, so thank you for your service. You know what? We gotta do a little outreach to you while we're at it. Like, <laughs> Let the Skoogle transition. Period. <laughs> the Skoogla. Transfem Skoogle was my second drag name, actually. So. <laughs> yes, the Skoogle is non-binary, and now they're just Skoo. <laughs> well, they're trying out SK, but... The Skookle Sisters. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> the Skookle Sisters. <laughs> All right. But yes, I absolutely love that energy for you. And I'm wishing you all the best in getting that paper. Thank you. I'm hoping I'm hoping they tip me in fives. That's the because yes. ones are nice, but fives are cute, okay? Like fives, they're twice as nice as ones. Wait. Wait. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, that's right. No, that's, that's right. sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That checks out. That checks out. Uh, so shall we play a game? Let's play a game. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm scared. Cool, because I'm leading it this time. Ha ha ha! Plot twist! You this never is... thought. Whoa, what? PJ, you're a junior camp counselor now. I'm a junior camp counselor. I'm bringing that Russell from Up energy to this. Just giving it my goddamnedest, because... You're the gay scout. After... Over four years and a hundred episodes of doing this podcast, I am creating the game. This has never happened. <laughs> That's right. So, my 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 one contribution to this show, and you've thank you for taking that onto your shoulders this episode today. Today, <laughs> were it not for Jay just being busy at work, then no. But it me, it me today. Although I will say. That in his own uh, spectacular way, Jay has unintentionally contributed to this game. What? Uh For you see, Avery has indeed a good name. And it just so happens that Jay runs a Twitter account called Drag Names for Free. Ah! (gasps) I do! You run Drag Names for Free? Yeah. Oh, let's get into this. I'm very excited. (laughs) So I pulled some of my favorites from Drag Names for Free. (gasps) And we are going to, Avery taking the lead, of course, as the expert in the room, (laughs) we are going to determine, like, what this performer's energy is, what the first number they're bringing to the table is, you know, what what the vibes are. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) All right. So the first one we have is Misty Meaner. I forgot. Misty Meaner. Okay. Misty Meaner. To me, and this is going to sound rude, and it is, uh, Misty Meaner is a Cherry Hill queen. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, (laughs) and you should say it. (laughs) I'm going to get anonymous hate messages for that one, but yes, Misty Meaner is a Cherry Hill queen. Um, She teases wigs, but does not style them. Um... (laughs) She is um in her she is in her late 30s and has been doing drag for about six months. Um great. She does a, I think she she is I think Misty Meaner is someone that got all of their drag knowledge from drag race. Um uh, mm, so yeah. doesn't know how to doesn't even know how to spell audacity, cannot make a mix to save her life. Um <laughs> Like, exclusively only does, like, top 40 gay hits. 
Uh, and just anything that she can spot on people's like recently listened to in the Spotify section of the Grinder profile, just to be like, oh, I'm no, I'm hip, I'm with it, I'm with the kids. Um, <laughs> this is feeling more and more like you have somebody extremely specific in mind. What? what? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> can I? Can, may I put forth that Misty absolutely has like a sexy cop number she considers her trademark, and everyone every time is like, <laughs> yes. Oh, she's mm-hmm, doing her mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. cop number again. Oh my gosh. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and and like, a- you try to challenge her on it, and she's like, I respect, like, the, the ACAB and all of that. This is just my pushback, you know? I have to deal with crisis through humor. Yeah, yeah, this is her, like, this is her activism number, but she's in a yep, cop costume and- doing shut up and drive. Like- <laughs> and, she is, and she is white. And, oh, and like, she's pasty white. white. And she yes. and she and she can't blend her contour. Like <laughs> the music pauses for a second for her to like stick out her tongue and be like, "All cops are bitches." Hey. Oh my god! With seven whip cracks. Like <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Correct. Oh all true. God. All right. That that Oof. all sounds extremely correct for misdemeanor. Um, this next one I love for its simplicity. Uh, Courtney Hate. <laughs> what vibe are they bringing to the table? Courtney, Cor- I mean Courtney hates since Naturella season three. I think like <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Hate is is the the rumored front runner of Naturella season three. Um, Courtney Hate is the surprise guest. No, please. Has, to be, has to be like a grungy queen, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Courtney Hate is a thrift queen, but like styles everything in a way that just looks so good and mm. like was it was a dancer when she was in middle school and is kind <laughs> of pulling from that well of knowledge to do the new york eight count in ways you have never seen it done before okay like mm. yes 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 mm-hmm. yes yes she she's the type of person that will go out and do like an amateur drag attack and um she'll pull out like uh, misery business by paramore and <laughs> sweep the competition like absolutely yeah. sweep that night um and she does not take care of her Instagram at all. There's like four photos on her Instagram and they all have like a decent amount of likes, but she just never updates it. Her Twitter, on the other hand, is <laughs> a hub of knowledge. Like, Yes, 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 yes. I, I want to believe that Courtney Haight um, doesn't bring this to every number, but were she to go on Dragula, she could whip out the filth to such a degree that the boules would be like, can you back up a little bit and give us some more horror? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. And she doesn't drink hometown... the maggots. She is the boom boom maggots. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and everyone back home is like, bitch, you had this in you? <laughs> what? Yes. All right. Next up, we've got raspberry shark. <laughs> So this one's Eric Jaffe in Another Life, right? I was literally going to say this is just Eric Jaffe. Yes! <laughs> in a <Correct>. rhetoric. <laughs> no, Raspberry Shart is, uh, Raspberry Shart is the name of a drag queen's husband that's, like, trying drag for the first time. Oh, yeah. But it's like an alt-queen husband. It's like Moon Baby's husband trying drag for the first time. <laughs> like, um, and fully just, like, 
doing drag for the meme of it. They have been in the alt scene for so long as like an observer and like clown fucker that like once once they have their partner put them in drag, they just do some extreme so avant-garde to the point where it comes back around to being like meme level number. Um, oh, yes. And then they never perform again. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, and, yes, and, yes. And a year from now, everyone's like, oh my gosh, what happened to Raspberry Shart? Like, please bring back Raspberry Shart. You were so good as Raspberry Shart. And they were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe. Like, maybe for another show. Like, if I did, like, an open stage or something. Like, We, we love an Andrew and drag moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, hope that. That, I hope that I hope that anyone's familiar with that song so that that reference lands somewhere. <laughs> if the reference lands, tweet us. <laughs> it's a really good magnetic field song. All right, next up we've got Juilliard Graduate. <laughs> oh, that's a recent one. It is, yeah. <laughs> that's really good. That's just Alan Tudyk. <laughs> yes. Alan's got two dicks. What'd you say? <laughs> Well, hold on. Now I have to um, go ahead tweet, tweet Alan that Friedick. one. Alan Friedrich. <laughs> good, good. I just get the vibe of like theater kit drag king. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But like, there's a self awareness there. Yes, it's it's very self aware. Like specifically when it chose the name because they not only are not obviously not a Juilliard graduate they graduate they did not even attend college. <laughs> <laughs> like a high school dropout like right yeah we're talking like got their ged did not attend college now a successful drag performer who just went ahead and called themselves juilliard graduate i imagine that juilliard graduate is not a successful drag performer but is a very fun person to have in your cast like mm, performs yes. like once maybe twice a month but like Whenever you see the cast list and you see Juilliard graduates headshot and like the lineup, uh, you're like, oh, period. Okay, this cast has taste. Like, yes. <laughs> do, do we think Juilliard graduate is a hobbyist? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Just just plays in the fucking space. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I see that, and it's like. I feel, I don't know, Juilliard graduate gives me Henlo Bullfrog vibes, where it's like mm. insane theatricality in every single number we're talking props we're talking puppets we're talking special effects mm, like yes. the most lavish self-indulgent drag you've ever seen but they only do it like once a month for fun they have like a full-time office job that they are fully happy with but they just like to get out every now and then and they are better than like every other person in their local scene like mm. yes God, Henry definitely is a so prolific. Yes, uh, definitely a prolific audience member. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So supportive. Julia graduate has the Instagram stories, like little pieces where it, there's yeah, commentary oh on top of the of the number that enhances the number like three times as much. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Correct. Little pieces Instagram stories feel like an ARG to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Like, I feel like I should be taking down, like, notes so I can put together the clues and, like, find where the treasure is hidden in Philadelphia, you know? The alleyway cinematic universe. It's really insane. If you put all the pieces together, it is Lil Peace's literal Harvard acceptance letter. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, it turns out they, they got booked by Harvard the whole time. Okay, that's perfect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we've got... Uh, which one do I want to do? Um, let's go with Lezzie Borden. <laughs> this is definitely a drag king. Yes. Um, mm. Or is it a lesbian drag queen? Yeah, I, I'm thinking a lesbian drag queen. I feel like a little bit of both. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a, a performer that can go back and forth between king and queen. A woman who yes. loves women but not rules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's their tagline. <laughs> and for for I don't there is no reason for this, but I'm getting big like glam rock vibes from their drag. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, like no reason. Glam rock. Hmm? Like gothy glam rock like yes. big hair big eyeliner yes 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 rhinestoned bloodstains kind of deal yes like yes. dragula shoe-in is what i'm imagining with leslie leslie borden would kill on dragula right and, and and i i i see some amount of burlesque also involved i feel like leslie borden has a finger in as many different nightlife pies that you could possibly have and definitely makes fingering jokes about it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Fingering every single pie. That yep. And there Le- it is. Lizzie Borden has um, hatchet-shaped uh, pasties. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> <Yes>. <gasps> uh, she, she Custom, like, eight-inch long nails, but she leaves her middle and pointer finger open. Like, yes. Ah, yes. Oh, the and Arlen, Arlo control. Ambrose, I see. <laughs> Very a, a real JonBenet trailer trash. Oh I my see. gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, like we really are Frankensteining Philadelphia performers into these fake names. I mean, if any of them want to tweet at us, it's at Gay Agenda Cast. You can go ahead and tell us that we're wrong, but we're not. Thank you. We're not wrong. In fact, we're very correct. We're matching mm-hmm. them up to to Philly performers. So if someone out there is like. I really want to be this person's drag baby. Perfect name on a platter for you. There yeah. You go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Final one. And uh, apologies if I stumble over this at first. I'll try to rewind it and do it again. It's a longer name with a lot of elements. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to be. <laughs> Tidious Andronicunts. <laughs> Discuss. Tidious oh. Andronica. Give me a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna need Avery a needs to go on a spiritual journey. Yeah. Oh, bringing Shakespearean levels of drama. Yes. I, this is an older trans woman who started off as, in the pageant scene as like Elizabeth Bordeaux and after a while just said fuck it, I'm just going to start doing the drag that I've secretly always wanted to do. Changed her name to Tidious Andronicunts, got shunned from the pageant community, but is a legend in the alt scene. She's that meme of, like, Princess Peach being like, haven't you ever just wanted to go batshit? Yes! Yes! Absolutely. Oh, good for her. Like, good for her. The body is bought and paid for, but the numbers <laughs> yes. are 
this is okay. I was about to describe every Sardonyx number, which is just um, <laughs> the number is whatever song you're listening to and the past 15 Facebook memes that were sent to you. Um, because every Sardonyx number is whatever song she was listening to at the time and any memes that she could pull off of TikTok at the moment. Um, Excellent. Good. So good. The, and, I, and I love her for it. They're so good consistently every single time. Um, the, the highlight of my career personally was the time that little piece did a lip sync to one of my TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I missed that. I think I missed I, that too. What was this? I have no fucking idea. I think maybe, oh gosh, it might have been a year ago. And I don't even remember which TikTok it was specifically. But it was something where I was just like talking about a subject I care about and they were like perfect I'm gonna lip sync to this and they like I think it was a taboo too and I was just like, <laughs> you could just hear I, I wasn't even there it was on like their Instagram story or something and I could just hear my voice over the loudspeakers of taboo like oh okay great that's iconic <laughs> so so honored so honored uh, but yes Tidious Andronic Hunt definitely is doing the weird, wacky, whimsical drag of her dreams. Uh, and it has absolutely no regrets from any part of her past whatsoever. No regrets. No raggerts, truly. No I love that for her. I do too. I greatly admire this fictional person we created. I know, right? <laughs> now, very quick question for the room. Yes. What is the makeup of Tidious Andronicons? Like... Oh, it's it's uh, severe, mm. but <laughs> like, se- severe in a pageant way or severe in a strictly anti-pageant way. I think like like if you outlined pageant makeup with a sharpie. Ooh, you know, it's it's I, I, Tidious Andronicons does the face chart where you never lift your pen off the page until it's done. Yes. You've Correct. never seen sharper cheekbones. Period. Oh my god. I love that. I love that for her. Yeah, so I, yeah, that that was my game, and I forgot oh. to say the title. Um, the title is some very good names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really quickly. Can yes. I talk about the fact that so many people don't realize that my name is a pun name? What? Really? It took, I'm going to out some people right now. It took Renaissance Noir, <laughs> uh, current reigning burlesque artist of the year in Philadelphia. Yes. An entire year of me doing drag and working with me in multiple shows in drag to realize that Avery Goodname is a pun for a very good name. And she said this on the microphone at Director's Cut Film Fest, which was the show that Renaissance did with Henlo Bullfrog in September, right. or at the end of July, sorry. Uh-huh. And May Rose, another excellent burlesque performer, stood mm-hmm. up out of their seat, stopped the show, and went, it was a pun name this whole time. <laughs> so I, I love I love everyone involved in this story so, so much. Y'all, what happened back there? Like, I thought it was really, really obvious, but I've had people come up to me like a year and a half into my drag career and realize that they just recently realized that my name is a pun name. And I'm betting money that this podcast is going to reveal to quite a few people that 
Um, my name is Abunde. We're we're just journalists out here revealing the truth, and the truth is that the name that spelled a very good name is a pun off of a very good name. It's uh, what's something you want to tell queer people in your community one last time, and then you never <laughs> have you to never... talk about it again. <laughs> my name is a pun, please. Like, <laughs> God, Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can oh I boy. just uh just real quick shout out the name I tweeted on Drag Names for Free that absolutely broke my partner. Yes. Um cuz I have all of those pun names and I'll just tweet anything someone says that sounds even remotely name like or not. Mm-hmm. But the one that has him crying laughing even if I mention it today is the time it just uh, we just tweeted share. <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, "Oh, okay." Share? <laughs> yeah. Just share. Yeah, I think it's a good drag name. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking guess, my dude. <laughs> yeah, he like cries laughing. Incredible, incredible. Love that. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Avery. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Like upcoming shows, perhaps? Oh, why, yes, I would. Uh, Sar, <clears throat> I have... Ima. Ima uh, Cleor. <laughs> I, I have my monthly show uh, at the Painted Mug Cafe. Avery Good Show. Uh, it is February twenty second is our opening night. Um, we the cast actually has uh, is is currently in the process of changing. Um, so you're getting exclusive here. The current cast that I believe we will have for the twenty second is Snatcherella season one finalist Lashaw Snark. Uh, Snatcherella Ooh. Season 2 Congena Laundra, which is their version of Miss Congeniality, Polly Wanda <laughs> Cracker, and Ooh. our lovely stage kitten uh, Snatcherella Season 2 First Out, Mirage. It's a Snatcherella reunion of sorts. Truly. Um, Exciting. That is going to be on February 22nd. It is the, I believe, last Tuesday of Black History Month, uh, which means that you need to come and see me because I am, mm-hmm. in fact, Black. Um, what? <laughs> oh, I'm so, I, I'm sorry. I didn't want you to find out like this. Uh, like, you, you sound like you sound like most of my grinder DMs. Like, <laughs> wait, you're black? <laughs> Something came up. <laughs> oh my god, um, Christ! Um, oh, but yeah, no. I have I have every good show on the 22nd, and then ideally from March until the inevitable heat death of the universe, it will be the second Tuesday of every month. We're looking for our second show to be on March 8th. So if you can't make the 22nd, I will remember that. But you can make it to the March 8th show. Um, Fair enough. And then the second show I have to promote is a little weekly competition that I have just said, I think, 17 times. Uh, Snatcherella 3000 Season 3 is coming up. It's premiering on March 2nd. And I am going to be a member of that cast. Uh, so Ooh. if you are not doing anything on Wednesday, March 2nd at 9 p.m., come on down to Frankie Bradley's and make sure that you say Avery Goodname at the door because I can win a door vote and get very special cash and prizes. Yay. I think that's everything I have to promote so far. Okay. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And um, Jay, I'm assuming your stuff is still like all on private still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if people want to tweet uh, drag names to drag names for free, that's the number oh, yeah. four. That's that's a good Twitter, I hear. 
Yeah, it, it's it's produced wonderful results, including a wonderful game. Um, you can find My Gay Agenda on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the other podcatchers. Um, while you're there, go ahead and do whatever it is that that website does to denote that you're having fun listening to it, like a rating or a comment, stuff like that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, I guess. Um, and you can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both have the handle Gay Agenda Cast. And uh, if you would like to support us on a more monetary level, you can find us at patreon.com slash mygayagenda, much like Rachel Snatch the Crown Higgins, Jim Nolan, Quentin J. Alexander, uh, Sabrina, and Tiny Sneal. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Change the world. Love yourself. Hydrate. <laughs> hydrate or dihydrate. <laughs> I had somebody uh, say to me recently, hydrate or die straight, and that <gasps> motivated me to drink a lot more water. Let me oh, drink water right now, actually. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to risk that. I can't be risking that. I got to go gonna... drink a bunch of water. <laughs> I'm going to open my cartoon water bottle into the microphone. And there's that <laughs> ASMR that we close every episode <laughs> off on. <laughs> yes, mama. Yes. Slick. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bye. Bye. Bye forever. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda.